Good day and welcome back to the Help Me Understand podcast. Uh, today we have a guest who's from NaturalPod. Uh, NaturalPod is a great uh, company that really looks deeply at um, learning environments and supporting the type of teaching and learning that matters to this podcast and to me. So welcome, Bridgie. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's great to be here this morning. Yeah, tell me about how you wandered into this space and um, how this became a part of kind of not only uh, your corporate mission, but I assume uh, you're pretty passionate about this work as well. Well, I think you would say that <clears throat> pretty passionate may be a slight understatement. I think I'm really, uh, I am so driven um, by the ultimate impact that the learning environments have for the children. And often I'm always saying that the conversation that we're having um, with, when we're looking at, at spaces and for all ages, not, not just the children, is, you know, they're the end audience that we're trying to really service and support. And each day for me, those conversations and the longevity of what that would look like in the future and the overall, as I said, available impact of the, the future uh, and citizens of the world is something that uh, deeply inspires me and gets me up every day. Yeah, and I agree. I think I didn't realize um, for the longest time that after being a middle school principal for 15 years that I'd be with schools and districts around the country talking about learning space. But as I see the impact uh, on students, I can't run away from the fact that it really is um, a, a really a deal breaker. When you walk into schools and you see environments that have been left and that aren't promoting energy and as opposed to the ones that are, um, it's a stark difference. So uh, how, how are you helping some schools kind of rethink and kind of what is your process to allow schools to um, really understand um, why your product and why this mission's important? Absolutely, I think that the most important thing that we do is meet people where they're at. And it really, really is ever a truly a product discussion. It really comes down to what is their intention of the space? Um, what has been working? What is not working? Um, what would they like to repurpose in the space? Looking at all the user groups of the community, um, how the space is then used beyond than just the learning space or the classroom. And often, as we know, many learning spaces are, have multiple, multiple uses and multiple audiences. And we really try to really dig down into that conversation because I think the longevity of a, of a new learning environment or how learning environments are moving towards um, having more intention um, and more place of purpose, that we often forget that once the space is in place, how do we leave the legacy of that vision in that space? So it really for us is ultimately not a product discussion, but really about their vision um, and how we can support them moving forward. And of course, Probably the most important thing is meeting where they're at. And I'm sure that you know, being working in many school districts and learning environments, that there are so many varied places where um, educators are at. And educators are ultimately the ones that are using the space with the children each day. And how can they be inspired to be in the space? And what's really important to them is, I think that's kind of the really our focus and the groundbreaking work that we have. And for me, uh, walking into a space and having uh, the educators specifically and the children coming up to us is is the most important thing that we can do with our work. Yeah, and I often think that, yes, this is definitely a, a student-centered moment, but we also want our professionals to be in spaces that are inspiring to them, 
that allow them to enter every day with energy. Um, there really aren't any Switzerland's when it comes to learning spaces. They, you, either in, you either provide positive energy and decreased stress and greater learning opportunity, or you don't. And so um, what tips, what concepts, what kind of big picture ideas should all schools be thinking about when it comes to their space design? Well, I think one of the first things that I think about, and you, and you speak, you spoke just so eloquently about the, the educators on the floor, is to me, when, when a school is looking at the overall space, and I mean the holistic space, the, all the, the nooks and crannies and all the, uh, the different breakout spaces, and of course, even the outdoor space, he's asking those educators in that space, what inspires you to be here? And ultimately, what, I, what I'm looking for in, uh, in the work that we do and, and hope to inspire in others is when educators walk into their learning environment each day to start their beautiful uh, day of learning with, with the children in the space is that they're so excited to be there and they can look around the room and see all the different tools and the elements and the inspiration to help deliver the learning in a way that is a lot more holistic than it would have been prior. Yeah, and I think that that's one of the things that um, I, I'm really hoping that teachers get a sense and feel from their new learning environment is that the learning environment then connects back to instructional practices. Uh, the last thing we want to do is pull out a bunch of old stuff, put in a bunch of new stuff and teach the way we've always taught. And so how are you having and learning conversations with, uh, with professionals and saying, you know, this is about both. This is about instruction and it's also about the things you put in your environment. How are you helping in both of those ways? Well, again, it, first of all, I think it really, it, it's really important to look at uh, where the educators in the school district is at. As I said, there is multiple levels of innovation around acceptance and adoption of uh, flexible, movable, sustainable uh, and beautiful learning environments. It's, it's not certainly um, adopted across the board. So firstly, meeting people where they're at. The second part to that is really considering um, how they are ultimately delivering their instruction and how they, where they feel most comfortable. And of course, it's about giving them choice. So part of that, a part of the discussion is, is what are the different levels of learning, the different choices that they can have, what are the shared spaces they could use to deliver some of that core instruction and really help them to expand and maybe even support them um, in really giving them the option to move forward. And part of that too is one thing we did recently, which I, um, and I, we, <laughs> the more that we do it, and I say recently because it's still impacted on me uh, greatly, is uh, getting the, the students with the actual in, um, educator to think about and, and sketch out if the classroom had no boundaries, what would you want to see and how does that really support that? So really helping them to really think outside the box and not be limited by the pieces that are there, but to think about the whole school and consider what other elements and other learning spaces could you bring in to really support that instruction that is happening on that day. Yeah, I see that in a lot of schools where really good things are happening in other classrooms or other spaces and Either people haven't noticed them or people haven't thought about how that could apply. And so there's so much wisdom already in so many of these buildings. Um, let's talk a little bit more about what makes Natural Pod different than some of the others. What, what makes you uh, a unique um, partner 
and a unique um, um, kind of company as it relates to learning spaces? I think what really uh, sets us apart in the work that we do is we really care about where it comes from, what it's made of, what else it can be, and will it go back to the earth? So deeply embedding that conversation in uh, the product being something that you could touch and feel and be a proud of. Sustainability is, was deeply built into our DNA from the very beginning. We've always been focused on that. So we, we care about that first and foremost. And then as you look at the pieces, everything tells a story and everything is being created because of a conversation with an educator or a student. And then from a, from a design point of view, it has this element of everything feeling like you've got this canvas for a learning environment and then the color and the, uh, the impact really comes from the work that the students are doing within the learning environment. So it's this beautiful flow in the space um, and it's, it has this longevity, obviously, from a, from a product point of view. It is designed to last uh, many, many, many years and then eventually go back into the earth and something that you can feel um, strong knowing that it, it has this quality and this durability but it also is the most sustainably responsible product um, that you can locate. Yeah, and, and I love that piece of the puzzle. And I think that the students, uh, whether they know it or not, truly respect uh, that that's been a part of the teacher and the educator thought process as they've kind of developed uh, some of these things. Well, what I think about, um, as I think about when I was growing up and the different elements and, and different pieces that were certainly in my home, and when our children are actually at school, you know, 40 plus hours a week, and they're experiencing these environments, having that level of beauty and respect and knowing those items uh, were sustainably um, harvested and locally manufactured and delivered to them in a way that was, you know, environmentally uh, conscious, it helps them to sort of see things a little bit differently. But typically, you know, when we look at different elements, we've got an awareness of what's happening with organic food and, and different textiles and climate change, but how can we then take that one step further? And I feel that it may not be as obvious to them, and it's obviously going to be an educational process for them to think about, like, do you know where your, your desk came from? Do you know where your, your chair came from and who made that? And can you go back to the source? It's a question I think I'm looking for them just to think about and consider. And at some point, it may become more relevant to them than it is right now but I do feel that the energy of these pieces in the learning environment because they do really tell that uh, unique story um, does help to have them have a deeper sense of respect for their space they treat their learning environment differently I've seen it and it's it's quite profound to see that um, and they use it in different ways uh, for example uh, tables uh, are actually were designed to also be a stage and to, for the, the students actually standing on a table or who would have thought that they would normally do that, right? So thinking about what else could this piece of furniture uh, do for our learning environment and how else can I use that to deliver um, the passionate pieces about a project or inquiry that I may be working on. Uh, that's brilliant. So a couple final questions. One, um, Tell me about a project that you have done recently as an organization and just maybe like why it's working and what made it successful and uh, just brag a little bit about, you know, something that you've recently done that you're really proud of. Yes, I would say uh, probably the most recent thing that I'm really proud of is working um, with the very first rooftop 
a childcare centre that is actually built above a public school. The childcare space is a, uh, a space of 90 uh, for 90 children, and underneath is a, a full K to K to six school. And what I love about this is the continuity of care. The elements that are in the daycare flow through to the school. And so you've got both all ages experiencing this, experiencing these beautiful learning environments. And to me, the, the older children integrating with the younger children and being able to see familiar items and going, oh, I recognize that. That's also in my space. How does this work? And they're actually sharing these items together. And to me, that continuity of care. And I know that traditionally in the early years, a lot of this sort of movement was in place in that area because of the fact that it was more of a play-based program way back when. But the integration of that across the board, we all love to play. We are all children at heart. Even, even you and I, we still love to play and enjoy those things. So seeing, not that, just that, uh, that the space is disjointed, but there is this beautiful flow and continuity from the top of, this, of the school right down that integrates all of those ages. And I think seeing that and seeing that uh, connection was really something for me that I went, that's what I'm striving for, is not that this is applicable for ages X and Y, but that we can have better learning environments and a beautiful learning environment for whether you're in, a, in an infant toddler program, whether you're in middle school, high school, a staff room, a library, a community space, even in a senior's home that we've got, we've really considered that it applies to everybody. Well, I thank you for joining me today. It was great for you to help me understand a little bit more about Natural Pod and what you guys are doing. And it's just great to have so many allies in this work because I really believe that as we can continue to kind of shape learning environments, we will reshape a lot of the educational landscape. And so I'm really excited to uh, hopefully partner with you down the road and uh, just really be able to share what you bring to the table with all the folks that I'm working with. So thank you for being here. Thank you. And I, I couldn't agree more. It absolutely takes a village to come together and do this, this work that I believe it is really a, is a pioneer work, you know, and really showing, leading the way for what's happening in the innovative approach to learning and together um, the learning environment will help spark more imagination, more innovation and more care um, and different thinking. And I think that it's, it's, it's just wonderful to share this work, inspire others, and I look forward to more. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. Thank you.